All right, back again for a Cash Medi podcast. Tonight I'm going to be talking strictly about the San Diego Padres as they are, after losing the last two in Colorado, are 6-4 and four on the season. And that's already one-sixth of the season is gone by. Hopefully, you know, that we could get by with the coronavirus and hopefully we could have a season because I think we're going to have a playoff team. I know people are a little down on the Padres losing two out of three losing the last two this weekend in Colorado, but we'll go through each player. I'm going to go through each player, see how they're doing. Maybe if we could tweak some things here and there, I think we could be better off as the season goes on. And um, we'll just talk about how the season's gone so far. So let's start off with the positional players. Uh, Tatis is doing exactly what he's, Tatis is supposed to be doing. He's got two HRs, nine RBIs. He's hitting 275 with an on-base of 383. He's striking out a ton, which, you know, uh, is a little disappointing. But I think early in his career, he's going to strike out a lot. He's always going to have a high Babbitt. I don't care what, you know, oh, his Babbitt's going to come down. No, he's going to have a high Babbitt because whenever he makes contact, you know, he hits line drives. He's always hitting the ball hard. And I think the RBIs are, you know, he's going to drive in more runs this year as composed as proposed to last year because with the DH, now you could have, you know, a number nine hitter who's not a pitcher. And then Austin Hedges isn't, you know, going to play as much this year as it looks like. Because last year, when Tatis is batting first, basically the guys hit in front of him were Hedges, a pitcher, and then him. So Tatis always came up with nobody on base, which really bothered me. And I still think he should probably bat second or third. I would probably put, you know, someone else in the, in the one hole. But, I mean, Tatis is fine. He's playing pretty good defense. He made that one bobble that kind of cost him in San Francisco a run. But... You know, the defense has been, you know, good. It looks like his throws are better, a little more accurate this year than last year. So that's improving so far. It's only 10 games. And, um, you know, as long as he cuts down the strikeouts, he's going to be fine. 275 average. I see him as like a 280 hitter, you know, and the on-base at 383. Anything above 350 is going to be really good on-base for him. I would expect 350. And so he's been he's – been, He's been what we expect. Um, Trent Grisham in the number two hole, basically, against right-handers is a really good player. I think we absolutely ripped off the Brewers in that trade. I think, I mean, we got a 23-year-old center fielder. He misplayed a ball or, or two here and there in center field, but he's gotten to a few balls that most center fielders probably don't get to or a lot of center fielders don't get to. Diving catches here and there. And... He's played good defense. He's got power. I mean, in a real season, I think he's going to hit 20, 25 home run. I think he's going to be that type of hitter. He's hitting 263 right now, but he's got an on-base at 364, which is really good. I think he's going to be an on-base guy, 350, 360 type. And, you know, he's going to be able to hit some home runs. I think, like I said, I think in a real season, he's going to hit 20, 25 type of home runs. I really like what I see out of him. And going forward, I think he's just going to get better and better. I love that trade for the Padres. I think they ripped off the Brewers on that one. I think the Brewers made a huge mistake and gave up on Grisham way too early. Um, 
Padres probably tweaked his swing a little bit compared to what he was with the Brewers. I don't know. Uh, Manny Machado. The big thing on Manny Machado, like I didn't, I didn't think last year was too concerning for me because I knew he was probably going to struggle coming from free agency and 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 you know having that starting off spring training real late. You had to uh, you signed that huge contract. Just the timing wasn't there, and then he got real hot. Right, right before the All-Star break. He was real hot. He was putting up Manny Machado, you know, for like a month before the All-Star break. From last year, he, was, he looked like the real Manny Machado. And then the last month and a half, it looked like he just absolutely quit. So I was like, okay, well, we'll see what we get from him this year. Well, you come into this year with Machado, and look, it's 10 games. It's It's not too concerning. But just the eye test on Machado is... The bat speed just doesn't look like it's there. It looks like he's missing on on pitches, fastballs. It looks like he really struggles on inside fastballs, and he, it just he fouls off too many pitches, meatballs, and he's not really driving the ball. I mean, he's got two home runs right now, seven RBIs. He's hitting two thirty one, and his on base is pretty good at, at three forty eight. I'll take that. Anything over three forty for him on base percentage, I'll take that. But he's only slugging 410. You know that that needs to be close to 500 or over 500. We're paying you 30 million a year. Um, those numbers need to creep up. Look, it's early. You have one good week, and his numbers all of a sudden look like he's having an all-star type season. But like I said, dude, it's it's more of the eye test with him. Just missing pitches and the bat speed is is starting to get concerning for me. Um, hopefully he gets on one of those hot streaks that he got on last year. I remember he was smacking home runs. It felt like, I don't know, in like a 10-game span, it felt like he hit like seven, eight home runs. So we got, we need this guy to get it going, especially without Hosmer, because the lineup just feels like it's missing that one extra hitter, that one guy to you know protect other guys. And it just, when you got pro forward batting fourth, fifth, it's, it's just it's not the same type of lineup as as if Hosmer was in there, and uh, Padre Twitter has hated on Hosmer for years or the the two years he's been here. You know, just play Naylor. I mean, I remember those tweets. Just play Myers at first base. This and that. You're missing Hosmer in this lineup right now. You're really missing him. You're missing him when he drives and runs, and you you know Padre Twitter doesn't think. Hitting with runners in scoring position matters, and it's no big deal. And what's his WOBA, and what's his WRC plus, and what's his WAR, and all these other fucking bullshit numbers that I, I mean I could care less about. But when Machado is basically, you know, right now not doing much, and you take Hosmer out of the lineup, I mean it just really makes this lineup not what it what it should be. I mean, Tatis and Grisham, we've already talked about them. They're doing their job. It's time for Machado to step it up. He needs to really pick it up right now and 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 really help the team out right now because without Hosmer, it just makes it a lot worse, you know, when he's struggling like this. It's just too easy to go through the lineup, the top of the order, you know, if Machado's not driving in runs. If Tatis and Grisham are getting on, Machado's not driving them in. We're going to have a problem. Uh, Fam got off to a slow start. 
um, at the beginning, you know, probably the first five games, I kind of anticipated him getting off to a slow start. I'm actually impressed that he's he's got the numbers that he's got right now because, you know, he missed most of spring training, the short spring training that they had, and then he missed a little bit of time with the coronavirus. So I thought, okay, well, his timing's going to be off and he's going to, you know, it's probably going to take him two, three weeks to really get it going. But he's already gotten it going. Uh, his batting average isn't that good at 263. But, I mean, what do we expect? Like a 270, 280 hitter? So his batting average is, is fine. And then, you know, he's got it on base at 364, which is really good. And then his slugging is 605 right now, which is fantastic. He had the big home run in Colorado that gave him the win. I mean, that was huge in the 10th inning. Um, or not uh, 10th inning, 9th inning, uh, the ninth inning, that one. Uh, so that was huge, that game. He's got um, seven RBIs. I mean, he's doing his his fair. You know, he's doing his job. Um, his defense is a little weak. But, I mean, so be it. I mean, I think he's going to play. When Hosmer gets in there, I think he's going to play less and less on defense. I think they're going to DH, you know, put him at DH. Um, Myers, Myers has actually done pretty well. It looks like he's about to go into a, one, of, one of his slumps. So I'll kind of project that. But so far this year, he's got two home runs, eight RBIs. He's hitting 257. On base is really high at 366, and he's slugging 571, which is great. So those numbers right there are really good. The thing is with Myers is usually he gets meaningless RBIs and meaningless hits. But this year, he's had really big hits. Like in game two, I think they were losing one nothing. He hits the three-run homer that basically, you know, gave him the win in that game. He got a... He got a big double against Arizona. I remember that started up a huge rally. They went second and third with nobody out. Um, what was his other home run? I don't know. He's had he's had some meaningful hits this year that I've noticed. So it, it's not just oh his numbers look okay, but you know usually like in Colorado it'll be like thirteen to three, and he'll add on a three run homer in the eighth and make it sixteen to three. Or they'll be getting their ass kicked in Colorado. It'll be like 11-2, to two and he'll hit a two-run homer in the eighth or ninth inning where it's like the game's already over. So this year so far, he's done his job. Defensively, you know, he looks like a disaster sometimes out there, but he's caught in the ball, and he, he had a good – he threw out somebody. Um, I think it was in Colorado. He threw out a guy at third base. That was a really nice throw. So – can't expect much more from Myers from what he's done so far, but I do anticipate um, a slump coming up just the way he's swinging the bat because he's just he just guesses. He guesses way too much. Like there's fastballs down the middle he just looks at. There's hanging sliders that he looks at and then shits out of the zone and he's swinging out of the zone. He just guesses too much. Uh, Francisco Mejia. He's off to a really slow start. He's hitting 199 or 111 and on base of 200. Um, they're really just jamming him with inside fastballs, which is kind of surprising with his bat speed. Um, that looks like that's the book on Mejia is just jam him, jam him with inside fastballs. He's So he's struggling in that sense. I think he's going to start hitting, though, a little bit because once he got a few hits to go down, you get that pressure off of being looking up in your batting average and you're 0 for 5, 0 for 7, whatever he started off and he finally got a hit. I think it was like his 
I think he was like 0 for 7, and then he finally got a hit. I would like to see the Padres play him more and more. Um, I know miserable Padre Eric on the 5.5 podcast had mentioned, like, even if he doesn't play catcher, give him at-bats of the DH. Yeah, I would like to see that, you know. Right now it's kind of tough to do that because both of the catchers are struggling so bad hitting that if you play Austin Hedges and then you – play Mejia I mean that's that's two guys that have a combined two hits on the year I mean that's that's a little tough to do right now but if he gets out of his funk and then you know needs a day off and you could put him at DH I would like to see that he needs to get at bats like I feel like we're screwing this kid over he's not getting enough at bats he didn't get enough at bats I don't know why Andy Green didn't play him last year more it would have been a lot more helpful and useful for this season to see what we had in him I think Mejia's defensively is, is, is doing a lot better job this year. Um, the pitchers definitely, it looks like they definitely, when they're throwing to him, it is a lot. It is different. I don't know if he calls the game correctly or how they want, but, I mean, that'll come in time. He's receiving the ball fine. I don't see anything receiving the ball. He's got a great arm. So I think he probably worked on that stuff in the offseason and really focused on that. And he probably didn't focus so much as his hitting, and it's probably showing for his hitting. But look, to play, you got to play some defense. You can't be a liability at the catcher position playing defense. So to get on the field, you got to be a pretty good defensive catcher. And it looks like he's improving dramatically from what I saw or what I've seen. I thought he was improving last year. I mean, the first week I saw him behind the plate, I was like, holy shit, this guy, this is a joke. He can't catch the ball. Um, but. You know, I think he's way better and he's improving. And I think eventually he'll start hitting. I know a lot of people are so worried and giving up on him and shit. Like, don't give up on that guy. Guy hit in the minor leagues. He's got a very quick bat. He he swings at way too many pitches, but he'll start hitting. I'm not too worried on him. Um, as far as Jerson Profar goes, I mean, this guy the first week looked really good. Was taking a bunch of pitches. And he's been really unlucky. I mean, he's hitting 094 and his on base is 237. Uh, really unlucky on some hits. He probably should have three to five more hits on the year. I'd say at least three. Um, but I sense that he's going to get into a slump right now because he's chasing way too many pitches. Pitches down and in, he's chasing. Um, I, don't, I don't think he's that good. I would... You know, start leaning, start playing Garcia and Cronenworth more. I'm going to get into those guys pretty soon. I'm not too high on Profar. He definitely should not be batting fourth or fifth in the lineup. That's got to change. I sense a, a slump coming up for Profar, even though some of the balls that he has hit or have been line drives and he's been unlucky. So his numbers should look better, but I wouldn't, you know, expect too much from Profar this year. Um, Ty France, I think, can hit. I think this guy could hit. You know, I would play him a little bit more at the DH. He's not a good first baseman. He he missed a couple plays there. You know, I think we missed Hosmer in one of those games that he was playing first base. I think it was Saturday in Colorado. I mean, there was like two or three plays he didn't make that Hosmer's going to make easily. Um, but I do like him, especially against a left-handed pitcher. I think he should be the DH for the Padres. I'd like to see him get more and more at-bats. As far as Oliveras goes, I think he's done very well. He looks like he's starting to chase a little too much. But if he could limit chasing the pitches, I think his bat speed's really 
is a lot better than what I saw in the minor leagues. I watched a lot of the minor league stuff, you know, and it didn't seem like he had the greatest bat speed. It seemed like he chased a little too much. But, I mean, he could do some damage, you know, here and there. I like what I see from him. He's going to give you good defense, you know. If if Pham is plays DH, he could play left field, right field, center field. So a guy like him is very valuable, can steal some bases. Um, I like what I see from him, you know. It's, it's nice to see some young players like him. Get some opportunities. Uh, Hedges, Hedges is, is just a complete disaster. I mean, it's almost like it's time. It's 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 time to let Torrens, you know, come on up. And basically, if you have to just let Hedges go or send him down or, or keep him other, I don't know. I don't know. If, but I'm I'm just you can't have a guy who can't hit. Like I don't see how he's going to hit 150. Let alone everyone's like, well, if he could hit 220, it'd be great. He's not going to hit 220. His career batting average is under 200 now, and it's only getting worse. You know, it's just getting worse and worse. He he's a stubborn motherfucker who doesn't want to change his swing. He he tries to hit a home run on everything. He has the longest swing I think I've ever seen, besides maybe Ben Davis, of all time. And it's just bad. It's just a really bad swing. It's slow. It's long. It's just awful. Um, his defense hasn't even been that good this year. He came in overweight, obviously. I mean, he's just he looks pathetic. And I don't like watching him. Um, does he call a good game? Yeah, I think he does call a good game. I would substitute him if you got the lead in the 7th, 8th inning. Bring him in to play defense. Sure, that's fine. But besides that, he's fucking useless. Uh, Greg Garcia, I think, is giving you good at-bats. I like Greg Garcia. I think he should be playing against right-handed pitching before Profire um, at second base. Uh, he played pretty good defense today at third base. There might have been a play or two that I think Machado would have made, but, I mean, you know, who knows. So, but I like Greg Garcia. He's had some clutch moments this year. The the bunt he had were um, the safety bunt that they had scored a run and, and he placed it perfect and it ended up being a big inning. He had a big hit in Colorado, no, in San Francisco in the extra inning game, I think it was. Yeah, when he pinched it for Myers, I thought that was a great opportunity to pinch it for him. And you had a right-handed pitcher that throws sidearm. You know Myers was going to strike out on three or four pitches on sliders low and away. I thought that was a great opportunity. Uh, great, decision by Tingler to bring in Garcia and pinch hit there. Um, so I like what I see from Garcia. I mean, he's nothing special, but he gives you good at-bats. You're not going to just get overwhelmed with him. He's not going to strike out on three, four pitches. He's going to take pitches and, and stuff like that. Naylor, he looks like a complete disaster so far. I don't know what happened to Naylor because when Naylor was in the minor leagues, he took a lot of pitches. He didn't swing at a lot of pitches. He had a really good eye. He never had big power, so I was never really high on him. I thought he'd be like a 260, 270 hitter and maybe be like a 15 home run guy, drive in like 70 RBIs type of player. And, you know, I mean, I just laugh at the people that tweeted all last year, hey, just play Naylor over Hosmer, just play Naylor. No, no. Naylor looks absolutely overmatched. He's swinging out of his ass. He's swinging, you know, way out of the strike zone. He can't play defense. 
Um, I don't even think he played that well of defense at first base. That's why they never use him there. Um, I would like to see less and less of him. I think Olivares, France, you know, other guys deserve to get more at-bats than him and opportunities. Um, Cronenworth, I think, you know, he's hitting 400. He's got an on-base of 455. He's slugging 900. I mean, he doesn't have that many hits and stuff, but he looks very comfortable at the plate. You get good at-bats from him. Like, he's not swinging out of his ass. He's taking pitches. Um I'm really impressed with what I see out of him. If he could play second base, I don't, I, he should start playing more and more at second base. I mean, maybe he's our f- future second baseman until Abrams comes up. I mean, that would be nice. So that trade's looking more and more valuable, you know. I didn't know much of him. When we traded for him, a lot of people on Padre Twitter was like, oh, we got Cronenworth, that's that's nice. And I was just kind of like, eh, no big deal. So I would, you know, this is looking good. Play him more. He gives you good at-bats, you know. He looks like, you know, a Garcia with a little more power, and he looks like he's more athletic than Garcia. So put that guy in the lineup. See what you got. Stop playing pro far. Stop batting him fourth or fifth. And see what you got in something like Cronenworth. Because pro far is going to continue his slump the way he's swinging the bat right now and chasing pitches. He wasn't chasing pitches the first five games. And he's getting, he's, like I said, he's been unlucky, but he keeps chasing pitches. He's going to be screwed. So that's for the positional players. I think they miss Hosmer more than, you know, Padre Twitter ever would have thought because Padre Twitter hates Hosmer. Um, It just makes the lineup a lot better. I would, you know, I would consider putting Pham in the leadoff spot, you know, Grisham two, Tatis three, Machado four, Hosmer five, but. They want to keep Tatiste at one. That's fine. Maybe put Grisham at one and put Tatiste at two. Something. I'd rather have Tatiste, even that first at-bat of the game. It seems like he he strikes out the first at-bat every single time. I don't know why. Uh, He did that in the minor leagues a lot, too. But um, besides that, you know, I mean, I would would play Cronenworth or Garcia at second base. Um, Right now, first base... I don't know if you if you want to put Cronenworth at first base right now and put Garcia at second, that's fine with me. Put France as a DH, what have you, you know? Because France did not look good at first base that that game in Colorado defensively. But I think I think right now they're going to struggle hitting coming up against the Dodgers. I'm kind of worried on that because it seems like they're one one bat away, and if Machado is going to keep slumping, I think they're in trouble as far as um, the next couple of games go for hitting. Uh, let's start with the starting pitching. The first three guys have been really good. Um, Paddock's first game was he was awesome. What did he pitch? Six innings, no runs. I thought he didn't pitch that he didn't pitch that great against San Francisco, but he did okay. You know, they got the W that game or didn't they? Yeah, I think they did. Um um, you know, he's he's going to be fine with Paddock. The only thing with Paddock is he gives up a lot of home runs. So I'm a little worried on that. But besides that, you know, I don't. he didn't have his good stuff against San Francisco. I'm expecting him to have a pretty good game tomorrow against the Dodgers. I think he's going to be pumped up. Hopefully he's not too jacked up and he overthrows. Um, he's got an ERA of 1.64 right now. So he's doing his, his job. 
so far in his two starts. Lament, same thing. Lament did not have his stuff against San Francisco. He got away with a couple sliders hanging. I think if he faced a better team, he would have gotten hit. Um, he was great against uh, the Diamondbacks his first start. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a good game. I think these two young pitchers are gonna go good game, okay game, good game, okay game. I think they're gonna go back and forth on that because they're still really young, both of them. I think that's what type of you know. Um, I think that's what type of pitchers they're gonna be this year. They're not. They're not really veterans, and they're not gonna be as consistent as we probably would wish. Um, I think Garrett Richards has looked really good. His ERA or Lament's ERA is one point eight, which is really is fantastic. But um, his second game wasn't as good as the first game. Um, as far as Garrett Richard goes, he's got an ERA of three point three eight so far. But he's looked really good. I felt like he got screwed on a couple runs here and there. Uh, and he pitched in Colorado. Yeah, the first game. Um. I thought, you know, a couple of those were Colorado hits, and he got unlucky. Uh, he's been really good. He stays healthy. He's going to have a really good season for us. His ball's moving. He knows how to pitch. I like what I see from the first three pitchers. I feel like you got a chance with those three pitchers almost against every team. I think Davies has looked really good. His ball's moving. He gave up that home run to Kemp today. I don't know. It, it seemed like a Colorado home run. Seemed like even the one that um, Murphy hit, that's probably off the wall in most parks. Um, I don't think he pitched too bad today. His ball's moving. Rockies line is swinging the bats pretty good right now. So I like what I see out of Davies. The fifth guy, Lucchese slash Quantrill. I mean, Lucchese, I'm almost done with watching Lucchese. Now, if this was a 162-game season, I'd probably say give Lucchese two or three more starts. But with a 60-game season, if Gore or Patino is ready, I think you pull the trigger. I really do because you can't have too many games. I go in every game with Lucchese pitching going, I hope he gives us three to four innings and they only he only gives up one run or, or two runs. If he goes four innings, I'll take two runs, you know. I mean, that's just not good enough for a starting pitcher, you know? Like, the, you got to be better than that. I mean, that's just, like, me, like, thinking. Uh, Quantrill, I think, is a lot better than Lucchese. I would even, you know, maybe start Quantrill, you know? And then Lucchese can come in for two innings after him. So Quantrill could go four, and then Lucchese can go two. Maybe you, you try that out. Uh, Quantrill has much better stuff than Lucchese. Um, I mean, Lucchese's stuff isn't that bad. It's just he doesn't throw hard enough. The 90-91, you know, it seems like it's got a little more zip on the fastball than just a 90-91 mile-an-hour pitch. But, you know, then people just sit on it. And if he misses on location, then he fucking he gets roped. And he walks, he walks guys. He falls behind and counts. And he tries to strike everybody up, strike everybody out. So uh, I think it's time, you know, maybe one more start. And then I think it's time that we see Gore. Now, the thing with Gore is you can't just bring him up just to bring him up. Like, if he's not ready, he's not ready. Then we're stuck with Lucchese and Quantrill. But if he's ready, then it's time to bring him up because you got a 60-game season, man. And you the service time, you know, it's not going to count. So you get that extra year with Gore. And... If you think Gore can pitch four or five innings and Patino maybe, 
even, you know, piggybacking his ass. Or, I mean, Patino's, I think Patino can pitch one, two innings and and be pretty good as a reliever right now. I don't know if I'd put Patino as a starter. I mean, he didn't have that many innings in double A at all. I think he only had one start. As far as Gore, Gore had 21 innings. I think it was like five starts in double A. That's really not that much. You would want, you know, at least 50 innings, if not more. From one of your top prospects, I don't know how many Paddock had. Paddock didn't have that many. I mean, he went from he went from high A most of the year to double A the second half of the year, and then the following season he was on the opening day roster. So it wasn't like he had that many more starts. I think he had like ten starts in double A, and Gore had five. So I mean, yeah, he's probably like five starts away or something. But look, we're also at the beginning of August now, so and he's been going through a pitching program this whole time or what have you. So maybe Gore's ready, and um, I wouldn't expect Gore to be some top-of-the-rotation-right-away guy. It's going to take him some time because when he has his command, he's really good. When he doesn't, then he falls behind, and I don't know. Sometimes he's only throwing 92, 93. Some games he's throwing 95, 96. It's weird on Gore. But I'd rather see Gore than continue to see uh, Lucchese out there. As far as the bullpen goes, it's it's been a complete disaster. And this was supposed to be, you know, the bread and butter of your team, the best part of your team. And they're not going to blow leads. If you get a lead, the game's going to be over. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with – I've said this on Twitter. I've said it on a Periscope. I think it has to do with they're just not ready yet. And I know the Dodgers have this tremendous – bullpen so far like those guys apparently look ready and the Padres guys didn't well they also got a manager that's been there for a couple years we got a rookie manager and Tingler and I don't know if he had enough time you know to get these guys ready in the sense of he had so much on his plate I mean Kirby Yates has been a disaster so far this year he was the best reliever in baseball last year but it's just the control. It's not the stuff. He's still throwing 93, 94. Um, so as long as he can control that fastball, as long as he can control that fastball, get ahead in the count, I think he's going to be fine. And when I think guys aren't ready, that it really shows that they don't have their control. So I'm not worried on Yates. You know, I think in about a week from now, I think Yates is going to be fine. Um, Pomeranz has been fantastic. He's been lights out. He's been everything. He's been worth every penny so far. Pagan is, is the same thing with Yates. I see the stuff from Pagan. Fastballs, you know, he's cranking it in there, what, 95, 96? And his slider looks really good. It's just he doesn't have any control. He's walking guys. And he kind of got screwed in the San Francisco game. The leadoff guy got an infield single that Tatis probably should have made that play. If he doesn't bobble it, there's one out. The next guy hits a triple. Next guy strikes out. That would have been two outs with the guy at third, and the next guy pops out. Well, instead of, you know, the the leadoff guy was on, next guy got a triple. That was already one run, and there was no outs. Then the pop-up got in another of the run. So, to me, he kind of got screwed on two runs there, but... He, even before that, he hasn't looked good. But again, I think it's just control. I don't think it's stuff. I think uh, Garrett, Javi Garrett has looked pretty good. I know he got roughed up today, but I think a lot of those hits were kind of Colorado hits. Like, I mean, they were some line drives too, but 
a couple of those I think would have been caught in normal bar ballparks. Um, they obviously have confidence in this kid. They bring in, they have brought him in some high leverage situations where I was like, wow, you know, um, I think he's he's going to be a future setup, maybe even a future closer as time goes on. I mean, he just started learning how to pitch what last year. Uh, his fastball moves. It's just you know he's he's going to have to learn how to pitch a little bit better, and I think he's got a bright future though. Um, Strom, I'm a little I'm very disappointed in Strom. I thought Strom was going to be really good, but he just comes in and he just gives up too many home runs. I don't know why he's still throwing 92 only. Seemed like. When we first got Strom and he was in the bullpen, he was throwing 95, 96, and he had a really good slider. He, Ever since last year when we, we made him as a starter, he hasn't been the same. It's always been 92 now, 91, and I, I just don't think he's – I don't know. Until, until I see that 95, 96-mile-an-hour fastball that he used to have, I just don't think he's going to be the same pitcher. He gives up too many home runs. Put him more as a long relief if you're up big or down big. I would use him in those situations. Pertomo, the ball's been moving pretty good. Um, anytime he gives up a couple hits or a couple base runners, though, it seems like he self-destructs and always the runners always score, and he always gives up a big inning. But then there's times he just goes one, two, three, and he looks really good. So he's hit or miss. I think Stammen's fine. I know Padre Twitter hates him. He's, he's fine. I thought that inside fastball that he gave up the three-run homer, I thought that was a really good pitch. I don't know how that guy even turned on that pitch. Um, Stammen's going to be fine. He's pretty good. Pierce Johnson's look good. Tim Hill's look good. Um, both of those guys, I think, will be fine. And then Ben Narns, just he's probably going to get released. Or not released, but cut. I think I have a feeling it's going to be Ben Nard and Naylor that will get cut when whenever that gets down to 28. But the main thing on the bullpen, they got to be they got to be better. If this team's going to be be a playoff team, you know, 4 or 5 games above 500 in this 60 game season, we got to have a better bullpen. We can't have the bullpen that we've seen so far. I think we're going to have I'm not too worried. You another week of this that I'll maybe be worried or definitely two weeks of this, but I think I think we'll start seeing better performances from the bullpen guys. So um, I think there are – I am worried that they're going to get swept by the Dodgers just because I feel like they're almost like limping in. I think they got screwed on the schedule by MLB playing a Thursday night game on um, a traveling day. I don't, I don't understand why they played a Thursday night game, then traveled to Colorado. They got in at 530 and yeah, they won the first game there. I don't think you're that tired after the first game, but you're really tired. I think that's where it really catches up to you is the second and third game. And the swings I saw from Saturday and Sunday were just totally different than what they've been all season long. And I think it was because of the schedule fucked them. Um, the Rockies were off on Thursday and were pretty fresh going into that series. I, I, I think that changed the series, in my opinion. Um... But the Dodgers, it seems like Mookie Betts and Bellinger are starting to heat up. And they got Walker Buehler pitching tomorrow. I mean, we got our three horses pitching, but if you told me we could just take one of the three, I'll take it. Because then you're 7-6 and six after playing 13 division games, and then you're playing the Diamondbacks, who I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to be that good this year. I think Christian Walker, Tybes, and 
Escobar. I think those guys just had really good years last year. I think they're going to come down to the means this year. Um, Marte's really the second baseman. He's still phenomenal. And then the center fielder, Marte, he's still good too. But uh, I'm, I'm, uh, Bumgarner is not the same type of pitcher. Um, I don't think Arizona has the pitching. And I don't think – I think they're hitting – exceeded expectations last year i mean they were supposed to be one of the worst teams coming in the division last year they kind of surprised everyone i think they're going to be more back to how they were supposed to be projected this year um san francisco i don't think you know i mean they're playing really good baseball i don't understand how they're winning games yashkramski's you know been phenomenal um i don't really get it you know Maybe they got better players than I think they have. Maybe they're pulling the Diamondbacks from last year. I don't know. But I think they'll come back to the means. Colorado, usually they have a season here and there where everything goes their way. But it seems like once they get like one injury, then they start really struggling. And once they play a couple home games, yeah, they might have a good record, but then their bullpen will start to wear down. Now, it's only a 60-game season, so maybe their bullpen's not going to wear down. But I, 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 don't, I don't think they're better than the Padres, even though they took two out of three against the Padres. I think the schedule helped them. So hopefully the Padres can win at least one in L.A. I know people are going to be like, oh, Matty, you're going in there thinking, fuck, you're a pussy and not expecting to win the series. No, I'm not, because without Hosmer, I think the lineup really misses him, especially the way Machado's hitting. If Machado was hot, then, yeah, I would say, okay, Machado can carry us right now. I mean, he's making $30 million a year. You need to start playing like a $30 million player. Um, so if Machado gets it going and he starts playing, like you're paying $30 million a year, you should be like in the race for MVP type of stuff. You should be a top 15 player in baseball. He's nowhere near a top 15 player since we've gotten him. Not even close. Um so he needs to pick it up. Like, I'm not saying he sucks. He just hasn't been worth it yet. And if he picks it up, I think this team will really turn around because I think Grisham and Tatis aren't going to slow down. I think those guys are going to continue doing what they're doing. I think Pham's going to continue doing what he's doing. I think Hosmer's going to hit this year. Hopefully he gets back. I mean, fuck, we need him bad. And then I like the starting pitching, the first three. Actually, I like all four. I'm comfortable with Davies. The fifth is a question mark. And then hopefully the bullpen turns it around. If if the bullpen turns it around and pitches like it should, then this team's going to go to the playoffs. Um, There's no doubt in my mind, even if Machado doesn't mean turn it around. This team will go to the playoffs if the bullpen turns it around like it should. So that's all I got. It's the first 10 games of the year. You know, hopefully we continue having baseball. Go Padres.